Good day, folks. Today is the 14th day of January 2021. I'm your host and narrator, Mitchell Dawkins, with today's Midday Message. Today, I'm going to talk about, praise God, going to the next level and the challenges that come with it. Uh, at my church, we have we begin a 21-day fast. This is a corporate fast. Uh, but even though it's a corporate fast, I find that I have challenges, or individual challenges, or a individual challenge. We've been on corporate fast together. I haven't been very successful in fasting, uh, which leads to me not being satisfied or becoming frustrated. But this time around, what I'm learning through this fast is I'm learning the process of the process, praise God, which is going to enable me to face the future challenges that I have as I strive to allow the Lord to raise me to the next level. There are going to be many, many challenges that I might face. Now, each stage of spiritual growth requires newer levels of spiritual maturity. When the Lord promotes us to greater ministry, anointing and broader ministry uh, reach, each of us are rewarded with greater levels of ministry and life challenge. The Lord often grows us into the next level of anointing. Promotions require pruning, and pruning hurts. But pruning is necessary to prepare the tree for the next stage of growth, amen. So I wish there was another way around it, but this is so often the role that the Lord takes me on. Now, I find that I'm learning three things for right now when I'm faced with challenges in seasonal or in the season, should I say, of spiritual growth, that I must keep my eyes focused on what God is doing. It's vital to find what God is doing in the midst of the challenge and put your attention there. This keeps you in a place of faith. You know, in the days of Nehemiah, the Jewish people returned to Jerusalem and began rebuilding the wall. They worked hard and built the wall to half its height. Now, that was a, an amazing achievement we find in Nehemiah 4. But in their labor, they assessed how much rubble was around them and how far they had to go to complete the wall. By looking at the rubble, they became greatly discouraged. Someone needed to direct their attention to what God helped them achieve and let the achieve inspire them to complete the wall. Instead, they focused on what they had left to do. They turned their attention away from God or they turned their attention from away, away from what God had done and into the rubble that lied before them. While I believe it's important to access our challenges, 
I make the deliberate choice to find what God is doing in the midst of them and place my focus there. This, this is what I'm learning. This not, not, it might not be easy, but it's necessary. I rarely find faith by starting at rubble. Faith comes when I see God's activity both in the present and the past. When I find faith, hope is not far behind, praise God. And so I must learn to be content for the promise. Giants stand on promises. In order to defeat these giants, I contend for the promise these giants are standing on. In Numbers 3 and 14, I'm sorry, Numbers 13 and 14, should I say, we find the hearts of people melting when the 10 spies report that the people of Anak or Anak uh, are giants, you know, and they're living in Hebron. Hebron is the very place where the covenant promise is made by God with Abraham. So as all these spies survey the land, the hearts of 10 spies melt with fear and unbelief while Joshua, Joshua and Caleb believe they can take the city and conquer the land. The 10 spies gave a bad report and are soon killed. God refused to bring that generation into the promised land and so leads Israel into 40 years of wilderness wandering. Instead of defeating the giants and securing the land God promised, the generation that witnessed the raw power of God in Egypt never entered the promise of Canaan. Only Joshua and Caleb entered the land, and Caleb specifically defeats Hebron and his giants some 40 years later. If I know a promise is from God, I can almost guarantee giants will be standing on it. I refuse to let giants intimidate me when I know the very ground they stand on is rightfully mine. Content for the promise, and God would help you defeat the giants that stand in the way. And so I must reach for the possibility, or for the impossibility, should I say. The Egyptians have Moses and the Israelites pinned back to the Red Sea. And the people whom God just delivered want to return to Egypt. You find this in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 13 and 14. And, 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 and so you have fear and unbelief and compromise are in the hearts of the people. Revenge in the hearts of the enemy. And there is Moses standing with nothing more than his faith in the living God. So what do you do when you feel trapped? When you feel like in the natural, there is just no reasonable answer to the challenges you face. You've done all that you can do and you believe you've been fully obedient to God in the process. Well, here's what the Lord told Moses in Exodus 14 and 16 and 21. He said, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. And then in verse 21, he says, Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back 
with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided. See, we play a big role in the miracles God performs. Sure, God parts the sea, but not without the help of Moses. Moses' faith and obedience to literally reach the for the impossible moves God's hand to release the miracle, praise God. Sometimes, amen, we must take authority, the authority that God has given us, that is, in Moses' case, the staff. Stretch out your hand over that impossibility and make a declaration that releases miracles. Red Sea parts with obedience to God and authority to his words are applied. So our challenge, praise God, is our opportunity to grow into levels of faith, maturity, and anointing, standing firm when you know that God is with you. This has been Mitchell Dawkins with today's Midday Message.